God bless fantasy football. There are many things a man can do with his time. And this is better than those things. David slays Goliath. One week down to the playoffs. Two weeks to go. Really good matchups coming up. I'm your host, currently champion for at least the next two weeks, Andrew Gelblatt, joined by my co-host, two-time champion, current half-marathon runner, Andrew Seiler. Seiler, how are you doing today? I know you just came from axe throwing, so you might be a little exhausted, but thank you for doing the podcast. The listeners need it to be posted on Wednesday night so they can listen for their Thursday walks. Axe throwing is a great stress reliever, especially when you come in last place and you have to get out all this built-up aggression. <laughs> um, and so I was in Chicago last weekend, and I somehow recruited one of Talia's friend's boyfriends to run the half marathon with me. Um, of Talia's friend's boyfriends. Okay. Yeah. So I will not be running this alone. Is he um, fast though? Like, did you just shoot yourself? Like, so, because this goes either two ways. Either you shot yourself in the foot because now you're going to have to keep up with a guy that you couldn't keep up with before, or is he going to slow you down and now you're going to have an embarrassingly slower time? If he's going too slow, I'm running past him. I'm trying to get my 10 minute goal. So what's I the don't point? really care. So what's the point of of running with someone? It's more it's that like going to the I'm movie not... with someone. You talk about it after, but you didn't really experience it together. You like. I think it's more that he's gonna bring people and family members and friends that he knows, and maybe they'll make a sign. I don't really oh, know because you're worried that no one's gonna cheer for you if you don't recruit friends. Yeah, it's at six thirty. Tali might not wake up in time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean that's a fair concern, but on the flip, I, I see. I don't know which way I would rather have. I'd rather have someone push me because I want to train harder, or a little be a little bit more lax. He lives in Chicago though, so it's not like we could train together anyway. Is he a bigger guy? No, he's thinner than I. Is he like in more in better? Just because you're thin doesn't mean you're in better shape. Is he in like good shape? What's his physique like? It's uh toned. I'm trying to think of, of a good comparison that, that I can give you. I'm gonna say he's the same shape as Corey. Him and Corey have Oof. similar build. Okay. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. So we got a show for you guys. We had one week go by, two really good matchups. Oh, actually, one really crappy matchup that was surprising. One really good matchup that came down to the wire. We got our projections for this week, and we had a really funny scenario that could have happened that we were going to talk about. So let's go back to last week. We had two matchups for the playoffs. And I guess jumping into the thing that Sal and I were talking about before the podcast started was Russell and I, who had buys, actually tied. And we were talking about what actually happens if two teams tie in the playoffs. How do you determine the winner? I thought, and I've seen this in other leagues before, that what actually happens is it goes by who has the most points on their bench. You know, who has the more complete team. Siler then informed me that for some reason, the, the winner is just the person who had the most points for in the regular season between the two, which I think makes absolutely no sense because you're in totally new territory now. You're in the playoffs. What's done in the regular season is done. It got you here. But you shouldn't be rewarded for just because you have like then there's no there's no underdog in that story. The underdog ties and he has no chance of winning. At least with the bench points, the underdog has a chance to win. 
But then, in my opinion, right, if you look at, like, obviously I didn't make the playoffs, but let's say you had an Adam Thielen, a T.Y. Hilton on your team who you're waiting for them to get healthy, and and then they get a zero then they get a zero for the week because they're not playing. I know. How are you penalized for that in the finals because they weren't starting on your team, you're waiting for them to get healthy, but they negatively impact your point total? It makes absolutely no sense. I think that's why you and I are such good co-hosts to each other because you're the definition of a hedger. Like, you want any opportunity that lets you, like, like I had the most points for, so obviously I should, like, versus, like, the thrill that I love of, you know what? Like, it's going to be the bench points. Let's just see who has the better team. Hedging is the way to go always. I I know I know I I've lived with you for a few years and I've known you for about twenty years now, so I know when there's an argument, I'm not going to win. And I know no matter what I bring up now, you're never going to agree with this. So for the sake of our listeners and maybe saving them twenty minutes of their lives, I'll uh, I'll I'll back off. I'll say it is you're the commissioner. Whatever you want, it's there. You set the rules. I'm just giving my voice. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> So, besides Russell and I almost tying, we had two matchups. The first was Quarles against Nate, which going in, I believe you had you had Nate or I had Nate? I had, I had Nate and you I had Quarles. Quarles just putting on a beating to the guy who started off 8-0 this year. And as Nate had said, I'd rather have been 0-16 than gone 8-0 and then lose to Corals in the playoffs. I mean, this isn't even a loss. This is just like an ass-kicking. 171-90. to 90. Everyone on Corals' team came to play. Deshaun Watson had a rough start, but ends up with 28 points. Todd Gurley, who everyone was saying, oh, I don't know, looks like he's going to be a pretty – I wouldn't be surprised if I play him in the finals, and Todd Gurley is the reason I lose. So Todd Gurley with 20 points. But the biggest surprise was probably A.J. Brown, 36 points. I mean, that guy was just a monster. Yeah, I mean, it's for Nate, like, it's a very disappointing performance for him, putting up less than 100 points. Uh, what's shocking to me about what happened with his team is that Mike Evans went down in, like, the first quarter, I think. And right there, you're like, oh, Chris Godwin's going to go off for, like, 150 yards and, like, a couple TDs. He, he did not put up a good performance. And Coral's team just absolute massacre. Dominant. And, like, and as you said, like AJ Brown, there's no way that anyone could have expected him to get 36. So points. according to Nate, when I, so Nate was in the city on uh, on whatever that was Sunday, and I was I was watching with him and Corey, and we were talking, and he was texting me saying that he had tried to done do reverse psychology to get him to play. AJ Brown instead of Mike Williams because he thought that Mike Williams would have a better game against Jacksonville. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously it didn't matter because 36 versus the 14 Mike Williams got, but still, that's it's, it, it. The funny thing about this matchup is that if you were to just do like the face value test of like look at Nate's, the guys on Nate's team, like Rogers, Barkley. It's Aaron like the Jones. NFC, like it's like a Pro Bowl team, right? Keenan, like his what? Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, and Tyler Boyd. That's like last year would have been a that, that those probably three of the the Pro Bowlers for wide receiver. Hooper at tight end, like he just he passed the red face test. And Corals' team, you know, Allen Robinson had been kind of shaky all year. Robert Woods had been iffy all year. AJ Brown has been boomer bust. Philip Lindsay, you never really know with that Houston offense. It, it's 
it's just it's surprising and it kind of reminds me of that Coral's team from weeks like three to seven that we were, were touting that he was uh, not he sorry they were doing so well with it'll be interesting to see if that's the team that decides to show up for the playoff run and Cor- Coral's teams are always dangerous when they have a Bears defense I always say that it, <laughs> okay well the thing is with Coral's team it's like yeah they put up this great performance they also have the potential to put up like seventy points. You know, remember when they had like two or three weeks in a row where they were putting up like fifty points? Right. Yeah. So, so like, with these performances come the other performances. So we'll see if they can stay hot next week uh, when they take on Russell's team. Right. So yeah, they'll they'll play Russell next week, and the second matchup we had, which literally came down to an overtime game between the Giants and the Eagles, we had Dane against Caniglio. Caniglio squeaking out a win, 135 to 134. And, of course, behind the 40-point performance of one of his players, like always happens, someone carrying the load this week was Jameis Winston. No one else on his team was very impressive. Granted, Mike Evans did get hurt in the first quarter, so hard to, you know, to say what he would have done if he played a full game. But really behind the back of a Jameis Winston 41-point performance. On the flip side for Dane, he had Shepard, Ertz, and... Uh, someone else going. And Eagles defense needed one more, not even one more point, needed point four points to tie point five points to win. So that would have been, if anyone on his team had gotten one extra reception, he would have won. Ertz scoring a last second touchdown to win the game in overtime, but falling point five short. So just, you know, you hate to see it. It would have been a five-yard longer touchdown. Dane, though, back-to-back playoff performances after, you know, coming into the league a few years ago and some disappointing starts. So, nice to see him on, on the up-and-up. But Caniglio's team looking – I don't know how I'm feeling about his team. Yeah, Caniglio's team has taken a lot of hits recently. And it it's unfortunate for him because I, I truly think now that if his team was fully healthy, he has the best team in the league. But – as we've said throughout the season, the depth is definitely a concern. Um, so I don't know how much I can trust his role players. Like DK Metcalf's like fine. James White, Christian Kirk. He's getting Mac back, but I Mac think is back. Mac attack is back. Um, For the sack. Yes. So I like good for Caniglio for squeaking this one out. It was kind of enjoyable. And you had Kingsley, I had Dean. Right. But it was enjoyable to have Dean lose for the amount of shit that he talks for winning a playoff game also. That is Um, true. He's never won a playoff game. Thing I want to talk about, now that you're playing (laughs) Kingsley, and I I think that we're going to have to get Kingsley, we don't have to, you know, get him into this. Scott, but is the bet back up? I think Caniglio is the one you have to convince. Because I would do it. You would do it? Yeah, I would do it. Okay. Well, Caniglio, once you listen to let this... Let me see. I wonder if I can... Let me, let me try adding him in. Maybe he'll join in if, if I add him. Yeah, yeah. Give it a shot. Oh, no, not, not Aaron Klaus. You there? I'm still okay. here, yeah. So I'll wait for Steven and maybe he'll join. Or do you want to text him also? Just be like, Andrew sent you an invite. 
For some reason, my phone like freaks out anytime I touch it. I, I can't. I can't do it either. My phone's gonna freak out with the anchor app. You can't oh, do anything God. while it's. Uh, it's okay. It's alright. We'll, no, it's we, not we can acceptable. Just text Give me one second. You recording now? He just he just responded. Yes, join. Has the worst technical issues, so it's, we're almost in, it's impending doom. Let's see if he joins. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad to hear that you would be willing to do I it. I would. I, have con- I know I'm not going to lose to him. I'm with chance. Maybe Andrew from like a season or two ago might have, because he hadn't had a championship under his belt. But I've gone through the ringer at this point. Well, plus. Well, did you guys split the regular season matchup? Yeah, I forgot. Yes. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if he won both, then I then you're like a shoe in to win the third one because if if a team in football wins two of the regular season and plays in the playoffs, they always lose. How come he's not joining? Can I leave, Stephen? I sent him another one. Let's see if he joins. Anyway, so while we're waiting for him to join, we have two matchups next week. We have Russell against Corals, and we have me against Caniglio. Let's talk about Corals against Russell first, hoping Caniglio will maybe join during during while we're talking. Corals right now, or sorry, Russell right now is a 12-point favorite with both of them having pretty tough matchups. I was looking at both of their, the teams they were playing, and it wasn't – either team didn't look like they were in the, in the clear for some high-scoring performances. You know, Mahomes against Denver, uh, you have – Hopkins against Tennessee has actually been pretty good. Again, Kelsey against Denver. Oh, there he is. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, so we were just talking about you. Welcome to the show. Happy to be here. I, I, I... Yeah, surprise guest. And, you know, you don't have to even – you can you can join us for the end if you'd like right now. But what we were talking about, and I guess, Tyler, if you want to ask because it was your question, I've written yeah. my answer. So uh, you probably know what I'm going to say, but – since you know you guys can't technically meet in the finals at this point, and you are meeting in the semifinals, is the bet to do the half marathon still on for this match? No. And I said, I said yes. Did you say no? No. Wow. I say, I say no. I think what that low con- the, his locker room's going to hear him with no confidence. Listen, 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 listen. I believe that we had a bet. With right. that required some contingencies right. and follow through. And so I do not think we need to force it. I feel like the gods have spoken and we have to accept what they have shows. Wow. Imagine being in his locker room right now. The hearing your opponent's, all your opponent's coach being willing to run a half marathon if your team loses. And then your own coach having no faith in your team and not running the, mar- the half marathon. I have the utmost confidence in my team, and you're not showing it. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I may shoot you electively joining a half marathon, but I'm not going to do it based on this bet because we have already not met the conditions. Okay, Leo, I was gonna pick you to win this week, but due to the lack of confidence that (laughs) you've shown right now, even our teams are projected to tie. I understand that, and I do think that my team will do well. 
I just but not I don't great, I'm not afraid. I'm not gonna get back to this vet. Is Elizabeth with you? She is. He's actually like asleep right here. Oh, okay. Never mind. I was gonna say you should ask her if you should run. <laughs> oh, you already know what you're gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> that's Stephen. That's crazy. Were you were you going to say yes? I did, did say, say yes. yes. Oh, you'll hear that when you listen. I, to the podcast I said yes later before today. you even joined. I said I will do it because <laughs> I well, I know I'm gonna win. I. Well, I'm glad you have such confidence. You know, so many opponent has had such confidence against me before and not fared well. I am just going to be a great manager of my team. And oh my God, look at during you. the year of Steven, you have the confidence to call that you're going to win the championship at the beginning of the year, but you won't do this bet, which is just going like, according to you, Gelbot basically already has to run the half marathon because it's the year of Steven. <laughs> it's just such a lack of confidence. It's like, very if you win yeah. this year, it's almost like well, he didn't even he said it was the year of Steven, but he almost said it as like uh oh, like I just need to say something to make myself feel better and not kill myself. <laughs> First of all, it's the second year, Steven, and I already have tremendous amounts of pressure on my shoulder. Right. I if I don't win this, I can't call the year Steven again. And then I look like an idiot. So there's no way that I don't feel the pressure. Of course I feel it. I, I don't feel That's like funny. I need to have some any additional pressure. Some people thrive under pressure, and some people crack. And it sounds like you're cracking. <laughs> you, Gilba, as always, and Siler as well, you guys are always as persuasive as ever. Uh, but I knew that I was going to get asked at some point, and <laughs> I am not going to he's accept. Had, he's had a prepared speech in his phone for like a month now <laughs> waiting for us. To, <laughs> after he made that bet, he was like, crap it's, now it's not gonna happen i need to have a speech as to why i can't do this it's disappointing <laughs> to hear very disappointing they will uh i guess before we lose you um we have quarrels against russell and we have me against you who are your winners uh i'm going to pick myself in a game that will be decided by less than five points i'm going to i'm going to call that um and then with the russell and um wells I haven't looked at their team at uh, all. Corals. 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 Wow. Jesus. I'm this sorry. guy is. Steven, Excuse I me. Moved, I... But come on. You have a big game on Sunday. God. Oh, my God. Well, I feel like at this point I have to pick Corals now because <laughs> I, I clearly got to just not get all the hate mail, you know, to make up for it. Now, yeah. who, now, now if that, like, you're obviously not going to win. But if you if, if, who would you <laughs> rather see? Who would you rather play out of that, out of those two? Are you picking Corals because you would rather play Corals or are you picking them because you think they'll win? I'm picking Corals because I think that they will beat Russell, and I think I would rather play their team. Their team has a lot of ups and downs um, while – I mean, Russell has as well, but I feel like Russell's team has been on fire lately, and I'd much rather play a a cooled-down Corals team. Cooled-down? They just scored 175 points, and then they, they beat Russell, which they'll have to put up a lot of points to do. They they blew their load too early. Oh God. <laughs> okay. But there you have it, folks. Low confidence, Stephen. Won't do the bet. Uh, good luck this week, Stephen. Thank you for joining. I appreciate you just accepting the call with with no uh, no questions asked, no preparation. Oh, of course, of course, no no preparation. But uh, yeah, th- thanks for having me. Good good luck, Elblat, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, see you, Stephen.
So there you have it, Stephen. How can you even? How could he go to bed right now and look Elizabeth in the eyes, knowing what he just said right there, with such low confidence? Uh, like, uh, Elizabeth is just gonna is the, the next time she looks at him, she's just gonna be like, Stephen, are you okay? Something's different. <laughs> and, <laughs> Something's changed. I, I think everyone from a mile away is gonna see this lack of confidence. You're not you're you're not the man I married. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so he had his picks. Did I don't even remember? Did we? So we were talking about Corals and Russell. I am gonna stick with my gut, and I still have Corals winning this matchup because I think Russell, his team has some pretty tough matchups that I just don't think are gonna work out in his favor. I am going to go with Russell because I just think his team is superior in almost every single way. I agree, but there's just some... You don't just feel it in the air about Coral's team right now? No. no I don't know. <laughs> I, I've been doing this for a while now, and I just I look at that team, this matchup, and I have this gut feeling that Coral's just wins this matchup. On the flip side, like I mentioned before, so I play Steven, mm-hmm. and we're actually both tied in our projection at 129.1. To be fair, I might still be, you know, Still some lineup tinkering could happen. People get hurt, whatnot. The big thing right now is that I'm waiting to see if uh, DJ Chark will play, if that means I'll play D.D. Westbrook. But either way, tied projection at 129. Steven is Mike Evans' list. Who do you got? Obviously, I have myself. After even, I was a little, you know, I was even a little bit, I will say I was a little bit nervous, but I, I knew I would prevail. But after hearing Steven, after hearing Steven talk, it like, and now solidified me that I'm gonna say, and just just to put a little marathon reference in here, your team is gonna run circles around this <laughs> week. Um, but yeah, I it's funny because I I wish I could have told you at the beginning of the season that Ryan Tannehill would be leading you into the semi. Dude, he's been on fire, and he's playing Houston this week. It's going to be funny because Tennessee's just going to pay him a shit ton of money and then he's going to get hurt like he always does. And then they're going to be back to I know, but Tennessee actually has an offensive line. Like, Ryan Tannehill was the most stacked quarterback when he was in Miami. That's true. I mean, hey, Tennessee's needed a quarterback for a long time. Scott deserves to be happy. He deserves to have a little go to play. I just think I just have such good matchups, too. I have Tannehill against Houston, Chubb against Arizona, Fournette against Oakland. Galladay against Tampa Bay, DJ Moore against Seattle. Uh, I got Robbie Gould against Atlanta. Who Steve again? Another boneheaded move by Steven. He tried getting Robbie Gould, who is, you know, I would say a top tier kicker on an arguably top three offense. He put mm-hmm. in a bid for zero dollars, thinking he was going to get him over me. I put in sixteen dollars. So I thought someone might even pay like fifteen or fourteen. Well, who did? Oh, Kenny Lee got Matt Gay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I'm gonna go with you. I think my original prediction was you against Russell. Anyway, right. But right now, neither of our brackets are busted yet because you still had me and Russell, and I had me and Corals. Right. Exactly. So we're One of our brackets will be busted. Yes. Next week, both of our brackets could be busted. Could be Kenny Lee against Corey. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> okay, guys. But yeah, I mean, in Canelo, I just think I think Seattle is 
shadily pretty good against the run and might be able to lock up McCaffrey? I don't know. I just think McCaffrey, since week, I want to say eight or nine, just hasn't put up the numbers that he did at the beginning of the season. I think teams just realize they, have to, they, they can just lock him down and try to make Kyle Allen throw, which has been great for me because DJ Moore's kind of emerged as a low-tier wide receiver one from all this. I think, although he does have Patriots League and Cincy, and they're videotaping them, so they might put up 40 points this week. I know, but the only thing I got going for me is that they have, they're they not playing whatever, whoever their backup. They're, they're playing Andy Dalton, who's like a competent quarterback. Oh, yeah, the to, other guy was horrendous. Right, so, and I don't I mean, Steelers, I, I think one of the, the, the diamonds in the rough on my team that no one's been appreciating is Steelers defense. Like, yes, they're obviously not the number one scoring defense, but I'm pretty sure if I look at the points they've scored all season, like in terms of total, like total they, I mean, they're number two. I already know that. But the Patriots defense has scored 230, and the Steelers have scored 200. Like, yeah, they have a lot of defensive touchdowns. I'm saying that, but, the, I, and, but the, the next highest one is 170. So, like, I think they've also the Steelers. I mean, I guess both of these teams have played really shitty opponents for the most part. Uh, but I don't think that Buffalo is that turnover prone. Yeah. Given I could be wrong. No, I mean they had a couple of fumbles the other last week against whoever they were playing, the Ravens. Uh, but hopefully, I get through to the finals and then I get. Steelers against the Jets, which would be nice. Oh, that would that's a juicy <laughs> matchup. Yeah, it's pretty tempting. But anyway, so I have myself and Corals. Siler has me and Russell. So we'll see who's right, who's wrong, who's happy, who's sad, who gets divorced after this. Uh, <laughs> lots of possibilities, but really fun show, guys. Again, it's a short one just because there's not much to talk about, but I'm glad we were able to fill the space with something entertaining because that's what we're here. We're an entertainment slash sports podcast. Any yeah, last no words, more sponsors. Uh, uh, sp- Sponsor. Uh, Milovic Law. Uh, divorce attorneys. Um, can I Leo give him a call? <laughs> <laughs> Are her, are, is it a, is it a divorce? Are they divorce attorneys? No, no, they're um, they're a personal injury, which you know that might be a thing. Also, I you might know. need that after your half marathon. I might do the marathon. Who the hell runs a program like this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, guys, have a good night. Enjoy the games, and I'm I'm glad we were able to do this on a Wednesday, so that everyone on their walks could listen to this on Thursday. All right, have a good one, guys. Oh, thank you.